All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Limitless MD. I'm your host, Vikram Ryan, and today I have a really good friend of mine, Sandhya Dayal. Welcome to the show, Sandhya. Thank you, Vikram. What if you could reclaim hours of free time each week, create legacy building wealth, and devote more energy to your passion projects without giving up on your career as a life-saving MD? My name is Vikram Raya, functional cardiologist, high-performance coach, and real estate expert. And I'm here to give you the tools, strategies, and solutions you need to transform your life so you can unlock your limitless potential and achieve greatness all the while freeing up your precious time. Welcome to Limitless MD. Let's dive in. If you're a physician who's making good money, but you're feeling stuck in your current situation, or if you're tired of feeling just comfortable and are ready to pivot toward that freedom and wealth lifestyle you always wanted, then I want to introduce you to my newest program. It's called the Physician Wealth Accelerator, also known as PWA. In PWA, you're going to learn the strategies to gain more passive and active income. You'll learn how to free up 10 plus hours a week to pursue your passions and side gigs. If this resonates with you, then I want to personally invite you to join our elite community of high achieving doctors in the Physician Wealth Accelerator. This is a completely free coaching group where you'll be around other professionals in the medical field who are like you and looking to uplevel their life. You'll get access to live monthly masterclasses, live Q&As, and all of my best personal resources, as well as access my new app to help you become limitless. If you want to check it out, there will be a link in the show notes for you. Just click it and you'll be able to join this exclusive community of high-performing docs. Looking forward to connecting with you on the inside. Guys, I'm so pleased and honored to have her. Um, I think you guys are going to really get blown away by some of the information she's going to share. Really, we're going to get into this most powerful topic that I think is not stated enough among high performers, which is how do high performers raise high performance children? And really, she's going to talk about the three biggest mistakes that thriving professionals make. And before I do that, let me just give you a brief, brief, brief bio because she's done so much. Number one, she's worked for CNN, Hyatt, Rosetta Stone, Axios Media in basically building high-performance teams. And one of her secret sauces is communication. See, communication is what makes a, a, a beta company become an alpha company, become a leader in their industry. And she's done that for thousands of people, thousands of HR departments. And now she's taking these very same strategies and translating that into the home, translating that into letting people who are high performers and high performing professionals, moms and dads, help take their kids to that next level. Because if it's not done right, there's consequences. And we'll talk about that. So right now, Sandhya, welcome to the show and let's get right into it. How did you get into all this? Well, I actually been in HR for over 20 years, as you mentioned, helping leaders and emerging talent with coaching them in building high performance teams. And the way I made that link between companies and also parenting is really when I heard a lot of parents that I was coaching say, I'm so worried about my children at home. They are having a really hard time adjusting in middle school or high school, and I'm really worried about them. At that point, when I was coaching them, I didn't really have much insight. But now becoming a parent, I was able to make that link. I saw the things that I was coaching at work was so applicable at home. And since not everyone has access to executive coaches and training programs and leadership programs, and children don't have access to private school education or leadership programs, 
What I do is make sure that I build my skill sets and bring it in the home front so it's accessible to all. You know, I, I'd find it sort of curious if it wasn't for uh, something that's happening to me in my own life. Like, you know, my wife is a physician. I'm a physician. You know, I run a couple of companies. And, you know, sometimes I feel guilty that I'm not giving the best of myself to my children. And I also feel like, you know, what do I talk to them about when I come home? And, you know, what's, what's the best way to communicate? And I have one child that's very cerebral and very contemplative while the other one's very kinesthetic and, you know, just moving and wants to always do things. And so I, I find it a challenge, but I'm thinking, why is it a challenge? Because we, we're so good at so many other things. So maybe you can help us understand that someday, because I know a lot of my, the doctors who are listening, they're struggling with the same thing. You know, um, everyone that's listening to you right now is a high achiever, right? They're killing it at work. They are spent so much time and energy building what they have today to give their children the best opportunities, the best clothes, the best gadgets. They can take them to extracurricular activities, giving them the best in life. But then after running around at work and running around at home, they finally have that moment at home where they can spend together and everyone's just depleted and exhausted. But I actually came across a phenomenal article today. I think that you, you and your audience would love. Um, it's an article that is talking about how by the time our children are 18 years old, 90% of the time we are spending with them will be gone. After 18, we're only going to have 10% of time left with them. That's huge. So the moments that we have with our children and we're depleted and we're exhausted, but those are points that we can really help parent and build high-performing teams. We're just too tired to do that. So what I do is in my classes, and my courses help understand how your communication, how small tweaks and balances, how some of your unconscious biases can, by recognizing this, you can really make those moments that you're together really help guide your children to be high performing as well. Okay, I got to unpack what you just said, Cynthia. This is ridiculous. I've never heard of that statistic. Guys, pay attention here. She said, by the time your children turn 18, 90% of your lifetime quality value, the time you're going to spend with them has been done. That's it. That's all you have. So then it's just Christmases and Thanksgivings and, you know, occasional family trips. But that major time happens, you know, from age zero to 18. So what you're doing with these families and trying to help improve this communication and engagement uh, is probably so critical and so crucial. So I think it adds even more value. But Let's talk about one of the biggest things that you've noticed among high-performing parents. And it's the, it's, what do you, I think you call it the three top mistakes that they do. So can you sort of list what those are and yeah. maybe talk about the consequences? I'm going to list for you the three biggest mistakes I've seen. I'll give you some kind of examples so people can bring it home with their work experiences as well, and they can make it relatable. So the biggest one that I have seen is not understanding and not being aware of the unconscious biases. There is a lot of work that's been done in the workplace about understanding unconscious biases and how it can deter building high-performance teams. The same thing happens when you bring that at home. So for example, here's one, affinity bias. When you have a colleague that you're working with who you have a lot of similarities with, you tend to engage with them more, right? And that can cause resentment, or uh, feelings of discrimination or favoritism within your team. The same inherent quality you may bring home. So you may have a child that you really connect with and engage with, it's so easy for you to get along with, but what happens when you do that, you may cause resentment with the other child. 
The other child might feel like they're not good enough, or they may even have display behaviors of trying to get your attention and be attention seeking. So it's one of the unconscious biases that parents bring into their home life that need to be really aware of. That's, that's powerful. The second one is a horn effect. So at work, if one employee does something wrong, everything they do is, becomes wrong, right? Some managers think that way. Sometimes at home too, the same concept applies. Your child may do one thing wrong and then everything they've done becomes wrong in your own, in your own eyes. So that also makes a child feel like nothing they ever do is good enough for you. So those are the two main unconscious biases I have seen that parents do at home that can really impact how, how well their child performs in school, socially, academically, and how their behavior is at home as well. Yeah, thank you for bringing the awareness because I know a lot of the parents listening, they're like, ah, I do that. Oh, yeah. So what's, what's another one? Another one is not seeing your child's individuality. So when you are at work and you treat all your teams the same way, like you motivate them with the same thing, but you don't realize different people motivated with different things. As a manager, you have to be a little bit more flexible, a little bit more adaptable so that you can build a high performing team based on what motivates individuals on that team. The same way, if you bring them home and you look at your children and you treat all your children, two, three, however many you have at home, and you treat them all the same and you think that motivating them the same way for all three of them would work. It really doesn't. So what may motivate one child may actually be a demotivator for another child. So uh, not understanding your child's uniqueness is important. Have you seen this in practice when you've uh, coached other families? Like, what, can you give an example of that? I have. So when you have a child that really blooms in social situations, they love attention from family members or friends, right? And they go and they love telling jokes. They love pe making people laugh. And maybe they sing. And then you have another child who's phenomenal at singing, but then you put her on the spot. You're like, can you please sing for us? And they, that's not their motivator. In fact, that makes them pull back, shut down. That is demotivating for that other child. So not recognizing how your child is motivated is a huge mistake parents make in the parenting style. And then the th third mistake, what, what is yeah. that? The third mistake is being unaware of your own communication style and how that can impact your family dynamics. So if you're at work, you respond really well to logic, reason, facts, right? And then when it comes to motivating your team, that's probably not your strong suit. And you kind of shy away from pep talks. At home, you're probably the same way. You probably reason with logic. You probably reason with facts. But when your child needs that pep talk or that motivating speech to really help their confidence, that's not your strong suit. So you kind of shy away from that. So understanding your own communication style and how it impacts your family dynamics is super important. So how do you, when you go in and sort of work with families and these high performance um, cultures, what's, what's sort of the first thing you do? Like, how do you like, how do you get in a, a lay of the land? How do you evaluate things? How do you then decide, hey, this is the strategy we need to implement here? Yeah. So what I do is trying to figure out what the goal is as a family. Um, when I do this for a family specifically, what are they trying to attain? What are the challenges? What are their pain points? And then based on that, I actually give an assessment. And this assessment is highly customized for that individual, for the family members and their children. And I do workshops with them. So they have awareness of their own communication style. I actually teach them how to read other people as well so they can understand the person that they're working with and their communication style. And I give them hands-on strategies and tips to help them adapt, be heard, 
be seen and a way to communicate themselves so they can have a positive influence and impact on the people that they're serving and being around. So I know that, you know, a lot of the people listening, they're like, all right, great. This sounds great, Sandhya, but like, tell me really, like, is this going to get my kid into Harvard? Like how, where, like where, how can I really use this? Is this all soft skills or how does this translate into academic success, into achievement, into fulfillment? Like, can you, can you share yeah. that with us? Vicar was so interesting because the skill sets I'm teaching are really about emotional intelligence. So when mm. you're building high-performing teams, the more emotionally intelligent your team is, the more highly productive they're going to be. You will definitely make sure that um, you understand each other, you communicate well. If there's any misunderstandings, it's easier to kind of squash. So those emotional skills are very important for high-performing teams. Likewise, Having a child, a family environment that is emotionally intelligent is also going to make your family more high achieving. It's going to help your child be more confident at school. If they're mm -hmm. confident at school, they're going to be more focused academically. They're going to thrive socially. So these are skills that I feel like teaching companies and corporate offices and bringing to your home front, those emotional skills are extremely important for your child to be resilient and to be able to deal with life's challenges. Um, one of the things I want to say, Vikram, is like the world our parents um, prepared us for, it doesn't exist anymore, right? It doesn't mm -hmm. exist. So we have to also make sure with technology changing, life moving so fast that we prepare our children to also deal with a world that we cannot even conceptualize right now. And one statistic I want to bring to you that I know you love this stuff. So I'm going to bring you this other factual statistic. <laughs> Here it is. Just dropping the truth bombs, guys. <laughs> there is a, a partnership report that was published by Dell Technologies, right? And it was done with the Institute of the Future. And it said that there's an estimate that 85% of the jobs that will exist in seven years, they haven't even been invented yet. So how do you prepare your children for success when you can't even imagine the jobs that will be out there? So these skills are not only going to help them now, um, in school, in their family, in their social environment, but also be lifelong skills to take into their careers, no matter what they choose. You know what? I want to stack on that. I think, you know, people may call it a soft skill, but this is really the skill that discerns, you know, a follower from a leader. This is a skill that essentially will allow you to become the CEO and not just an employee. This is going to be the skill that allows you to build, create teams, have loving and connecting and empowering relationships. Uh, be, you know, kind, charismatic, socially, you know, smart while you're still performing, you know, uh, in intellectual capacities. And so I think if you really want a well-rounded, high-performance child, I think this is, this is it. And I love the fact how you, everyone focuses on IQ and you're focusing on EQ now, which is great. So how does this all work? And, and, and um, how can people, you know, work with you? Okay, so... I really feel like you, there are many different layers in building this dynamic that we're talking about. The first thing is if parents are interested in the unconscious biases, like what I said resonated with them. Those are only two I talked about. There are many, many more. So I would say, go to my website, refresher.pro. You will be able to pull a free downloadable guide for your unconscious biases. I'm giving it free, Vikram, because I really feel this is so important and so crucial for parents to recognize in themselves when it comes to the parenting style. So that's R-E-F-E-R-S-H-H, -E uh, uh, sorry, R-E-F, 
R-E-S-H-R.pro. And again, the links are going to be in the show notes, but essentially it's a free guide to parents to help them realize their biases. And so that's, that's going to be huge. So that's great. And then what else, if they really want to work with you, how do they do that? So I am actually launching some of my workshops digitally, and I'm also doing live workshops as well. So they can go on to my website and they can see the launches for the several different workshops that I do. One is for parents, one is for teens, one is for tweens. The difference between them is the language that I use. So for tweens, I really make it more appropriate for the ages. Uh, for tweens, I really deal with children between the eight, uh, between eight and 14. So that's more geared towards a tweens workshop. And the teens one is from 14 and up until 18. And that's really preparing them and understanding what work environments they can thrive on based on the communication style. So you'll understand based on those launches and different workshops that I'm doing, um, what's, in, what's included in each one of those workshops that I do. That's awesome. What's the impact you want to have on the world, Sandhya? You know, I really would love your community to help me elevate the communities that they are in in three ways. So one of them is if you're a PTA or you're an educator and you can have some influence on the parents in your classrooms and every child in that classroom understands how to communicate with each other, just imagine the emotional intelligence of that classroom is so much more elevated. Each child will be so much more academically pushed forward by just learning these skill sets in that classroom. Secondly, if you're a CEO and you have parents that are part of your team and they're struggling, they're struggling with their work-life balance, make your tuition reimbursement programs that they can have my courses part of it, they can be reimbursed and you can retain some really great talented people by helping them deal with their work-life navigation. And third, if you are a parent and you have communities and friends, bring them along to these courses because your children who are meeting with them socially if they know how to communicate with each other and engage with each other, you're going to make your social community so much more stronger together. That's amazing, guys. And last but not least, where can they find you? How do they find you on the digital yeah. social media and the web and all that stuff? Well, first of all, I think the best place is on my website. On my website, you have my social links as well. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram. And that's how you can connect with me. That's how you can ask me questions. I and think you're a cool cat. You're one of those TikTokers, aren't you? I am. I'm still working on my TikTok. I'm not like loving <laughs> it so far, <laughs> but I will say I'm still navigating that whole world. That world actually is very new to me. What I've been doing with these workshops are not new, but the social <laughs> the social media thing is it's definitely new. So yeah. Yeah. it's been fun. I'm learning it as as I you know as I try to. Uh, reach out to more folks, but guys, I'll, I'll be very honest here. My my son Veer went through uh, Sandhya's program. He and I learned a bunch of things about him on what's the best way to communicate with him, the best way to um, help him navigate, you know, the world, and uh, it makes us better parents. I think because of that. So thank you, Sandhya, for all that. And guys, go to the website, get into her ecosystem, get into her universe, and 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 take your parenting to the next level. We already know you're a great parent, but can you even be a better parent? That's what this show is about, right? How do we become limitless? So with that, Sandhya, thank you so much. And thank guys, you. until next time, be phenomenal. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Limitless MD. If you found value from this episode, I encourage you to share this episode with a friend and let me know by leaving a review. For more information, make sure you check out the links in the show notes below or simply visit VikramRaya.com. So until next time, my friends, be phenomenal.